tune in for your fix. Nine the L to get your hoes and take digger in your mix. For journeys of all kinds, from the fashion to the music. A platform telling the world that you needed me and they never knew it. To break away from normalities in the systematic. Ventured on my own, the world's a jewel and I'm a rabbit. Gotta have it. Mind for the faking, all in filling the void that seems to be rather vacant here. In these times, entrepreneurship planted in these minds, in these skies, living off my living. Yeah, I'm in the high. In these times, entrepreneurship planted in these minds, in these skies, living off my living. Yeah, I'm in the high. In these times, entrepreneurship planted in these minds, in these skies, living off my living. Yeah, I'm in the high. In these times, entrepreneurship planted in these minds, in these skies, living off my living. Yeah, I'm in the high. What's up, what's up? It's your girl Donna LJ. And it's your girl Tay Jacob. And you're tuned into Indie High Radio. What's up, everybody? What's happening? Hope y'all having a good one. Yes. Tuned in. Tuned in. With the besties. <laughs> With the besties, yes. We love you guys so much. Uh, we always appreciate our listeners. Yes. Um, Tay, we are at episode one four. And that is a beautiful thing. I love it. Yes. Um, we're moving right along. We I'm are. proud of us. Last we season, are. we did 32 episodes. So that means we're pretty much at our halfway mark yes. for se- season two. We're doing good. We're moving along. We said we was going to stay more consistent, and that's exactly, exactly what, what we're, we're doing. doing. That's right. Because our listeners hold us accountable. Yes, they like, do. where is that? Where's the podcast? <laughs> How the podcast going? I'm waiting. When the next waiting. episode going? <laughs> yes. And you know, um, I must say, though, our last podcast oh, episodes have been so fire like it i love it really good and it, it enlightening and yes i feel like it opens it it awakened something in me a little bit yeah you know me too so and i hope it did the same for our listeners i, I really do i know i'm pretty short I mean, it had to you can't we, not listen to it and then not feel something you know what i'm saying and not go do something not go do something you know so i i love that and um and that's what indie high is about guys it's not about Hey, digging Donna LJ. Nope. It's, it's literally it's about you. That's right. It's about you and empowering yourself and realizing the power of being high on your God given talent and yes. sharing it with the world and how that could just influence so many other people. Exactly. And, um, and in our community, that's what we need the most. We need to talk about our issues. We need to put it out on the table. We need to come up with resolutions. We need to have those conversations exactly. and do what we need to do. And I'm just happy that we can provide that platform. It's, it's awesome. I love it. So speaking of which, <laughs> we have another amazing guest yes, on our as show. Yes, always. Yes, always amazing. So we're going to go ahead and let her introduce herself. Hi, everybody. I'm yes. Shantara Chapman from Houston, Texas. Hey, and, hey, hey I have Jones, when, As soon as I said that, as soon as I said, yeah, Donna is from, um, from Dallas, she was like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. Texas. That's oh, right. Y'all about to Y'all about to be good. <laughs> yeah, we're good. We're good. We're good. And I am on, I'm an author, and my new book is entitled Empowering You, 12 yes. Tips for Finding Your Voice. Amazing. But you know what? I, I really want you to, because I, I know there's special, I, I heard those, um, the enunciation of that. that. So could you right. spell that out for the for the listeners? Oh, yeah. Empowering. So yes. that's E-M-P-O-W-H. Come on now, H-I-N-G. Because what we're trying to do is empower her to do whatever she wants, whenever she wants. I love it. I told y'all. See, y'all just laid that out there and you put the bar kind of high, so now I had to turn it up. I was like, okay, we're going to do this. It was fire and earth changing and oh my God. This one's going to be even <laughs> Look, you can't come on this show. It's the, the energy is always exactly. going to be through the roof because, for one, 
we want to make sure that our listeners understand mm-hmm. the power of doing what you're supposed to do, exactly. walking, walking in your, your path. Purpose. And you are walking in your path. So when our listeners hear all these amazing things that you're doing, exactly. it's going to empower, empower her, them, them yeah. <laughs> as well. So I love that. So um, can you kind of break down um, how you came up with that concept and the motivation behind it? Sure, sure. So um, I have a women's foundation I've had for the past 10 years, the Chapman Women's Foundation. And we always talk about building power. Mm-hmm. in this foundation where we're helping these ladies. Anything that we do, whether it's a professional event or a social event, it's for helping women, right? Mm-hmm. And it's helping to empower and help them to own yes. their own power, right? And mm-hmm. so the first book I wrote was entitled Power Play as a play on that those terms, power play, that tends to be what men do and mm-hmm. when they're playing games and all mm-hmm. of that stuff or they're making some big business move where our power play was ladies working together, which yes. is something they say we can't do. Yeah. Preach. And so that first book was just about uh, my story, about how I became, you know, came into my own when it comes to empowerment and women's empowerment, and also just asking my readers the same questions that I was asking myself. Mm-hmm. Now, the second book, I always get the question of what do you feel is the most important component of mm-hmm. women's empowerment? And to me, it's your voice because Mm. that's the one thing that leaves as soon as there's chaos. If you're at work and you don't like your boss or you didn't get the promotion, you want what you do. You sit in the corner, you ain't talking. You sit at a table, you're not saying anything because you're not comfortable. (laughs) If you're in an abusive relationship, the first thing he does is move you away from somewhere Mm. and you sit and you don't say a word. You don't Mm -hmm. tell your friends, you don't tell anyone, you don't talk about it. And so being able to regain repurpose or redefine your voice is one of the most important pieces of women's empowerment for me. Yes. Regain, redefine, and repurpose. I love it. Yes. Write it down. Write it down. Right. Get your papers out. Go ahead and rewind that. Rewind. Or get the book because it's in there. Oh, Oh, even better. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. So what inspired you to even begin to write a book? Period. Like, did you just already know that you wanted to be an no. author? Was that already in your mind? Uh, <laughs> see, I'm an, I'm an IT consultant by trade. Wow. So, oh, wow. so I was always, you know, I have my foundation and that was my heart, my passion. And I knew that I would always be doing something to help right. women. And so I would do that and was feeling just fine about things, mm-hmm. doing that and doing working with my clients on the other side. But people would say, so when are you going to write a book? And I was like, who said I had to write a book? <laughs> and, and they're like, no, it's there. And we have so many questions. That's right. And, and you can't be everywhere. And a lot of times when I host events and do things for women, they don't see me. Mm-hmm. I tend to promote other women so much. Someone else is usually hosting the event. Someone else is doing. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, we need something that's yours that has a stamp on it of you and what you truly believe in how you've walked in this. Mm-hmm. And so that's what started it. Okay. And so that first book was, okay, I'm just going to put it all out there, mm-hmm. including the problems I had in corporate America, mm-hmm. why I left corporate America, mm-hmm. being told that the color of my skin was too dangerous wow. to promote me to clients, having my tire slashed at the office. Wow. These things happening to me in the year 2000s, in the 2000s, right? And so I was like, let's just put it out there and let's tell, show people that I was dealing with that stuff at home the same time I'm hosting events for you. I'm still, I'm walking in my own. Yeah. And it wasn't until my husband looked at me and he said, you're going to have to do what you're telling everybody else to do. Mm. You're going to have to, you know, pick yourself you up mm. and you're going to have to, you know, just walk in there and say bye and be mm. done with this yeah. and mm. be good. Wow. And I was like, dang, he's he throwing my own okay. words at me. Right, right. Really? You're going to do this to me right now? while I'm crying? Right. <laughs> <laughs> 
now. But, so that's what made me write the first book. And then after that, I knew that I wanted to do something else. But it wasn't until I kept taking inventory of the question that I always got, which is, I always get the, what do you feel is the most important aspect of women's empowerment? Mm. And I felt like I needed to do that one. So when, after you released the first book, mm-hmm. like what was the response like? I know that triggered something in you. So the response, I really didn't know what the response was going to be. Yeah. Like with this, I'm doing this whole little book tour and everything. I did, I just did social media. I didn't do anything. It was on, it's on Amazon. It was on Amazon and I had a, someone telling me what to do. It was the number one empowerment book on Amazon for eight weeks. Wow. wow. And I was like, really? Awesome. You see that? Just take it. that leap, y'all. Just, Just take, take that leap. leap. And and that's what it told me. It was like, do you have something to say? Mm-hmm. People are willing to listen to your voice. Mm-hmm. And it's not just people right here in Houston. You know, mm-hmm. it was more than that. Yeah. And so I was like, okay. Well, I know that, you know, I'm going to, in my own time, be able to figure out what this next mm-hmm. one feels like, looks like. And it was a couple of years before this one came because right. mm-hmm. I started working on things and I felt like I was forcing it. Mm-hmm. And then I just stepped back. Yeah. And I kid you not, literally in my sleep, the title came to me and the 12 topics. And I just got up, wrote it down real quick with my eyes closed because yeah. I didn't want to wake up. Right. And then the next day I started just working started on it. Working. And it took me only a month. To get this one done. Wow, a month. Now that's dedication right there. But I, I love that once you realize, okay, this is what I'm supposed to do. Right. Then you didn't, you didn't hesitate. You didn't, right. No. You know, it, it was went. like, okay, let me. I'm, I'm sleepwalking and I'm sleep writing, but uh-huh. I'm gonna go ahead and write I'm this sleep. down and I'm about to work on this. And you knocked it out. Yeah, because one thing, when I sleep, if if it's in my head and I don't get it out, now I can't sleep. Mm-hmm. And so I keep a notebook next right. to my bed Very for wise. that. I, yeah. I, I mean, advise that to all creators. And those yeah, notes yeah. are messy, but I get it. You right. know, I just needed to it's get it down really, really quickly. And then I can go to sleep because I know the idea is there waiting for me in the yeah, morning. that's right. I love that. That's I love right. that creative process of, you know, laying out uh, that groundwork so that way you can just get into it and work on it now. Um, tell me that feeling of accomplishment, like once you finished it mm-hmm. and you like, okay, whew, you know, I did it. It's done. Like, what was that feeling like knowing that, okay... I didn't even know I was supposed to do this book. But now all this stuff happened. Right. I'm doing. I did the book. It's no, done. And right. So, but how did you know? What was that feeling like to accomplish and get that done? You know, in a month. <laughs> in a month. Yeah. This one. Um. I sent it to my editor. Mm-hmm. And I said, tell me if this is good, because this was a month. And the mm. first one took me like a year. Yeah. And she was like, okay. So she's reading through it, and she had like very minimal edits. She was like, I get this. I get what you're trying oh, to do. <laughs> and she was like, I can't believe you did this in like 30 oh, days. Now, it is, it's more of a workbook style because that's what I wanted. I wanted right. it to be tactical. She was like, but I didn't even think. She goes, I had to start doing it myself and start crying halfway through it because wow. I realized I hadn't asked myself any of this. Yeah. Wow. My whole life was my family and my kids. Wow. Mm. So that feeling was, all right, now you're doing this. You know you're doing this right. Because, I mean, that's my prayer all the time is right. to make sure that I am doing what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm like, did I hear that right? Or am I still doing me? God, did, is this what you wanted? Or was this what I did? I wanted and I morphed it into something saying you told me. So that was my affirmation. That was your green light. Like, keep yeah. going on this way. I love that. I love that. And um, and speaking of responses that you've received, what are some memorable or standout uh, responses that you've received from people who have actually read the book? Well, you know, one, that editor saying, you yeah. know, that she mm-hmm. hadn't even thought about some of those things before. Um, that was really great. But, you know, the craziest thing, and, I, and it's not crazy when I think about it, but most of the big responses I've gotten have been from men. Really? 
Ooh. One who said that it's very much written to where it, it's not just for women, mm. and because it's common sense and some of the things they were like. And then the next response is, okay, so how do I, if I say my spouse is going through this book now and she's trying to figure herself out and redefine, how do I support her? Mm. How do I help advocate for her? And so that has been like, the, wow. and it's been a consistent question from every man that has even even looked at it two or three chapters in the book. Mm -hmm. That's what the, the questions I'm getting. So I'm like, man, that's kind of cool yeah. because I didn't expect guys to, to have even, to be to attached even, at all, right, especially with the title Empower it, Her right. Yeah, I had one guy was like, why you can't just say empower him? We need some empowerment. I was like, yes, true, that's true. But hey, but this, is, this is for us. Can, can we have something, please? please. I love that. <laughs> so when... So when it all came to, to to actually go and write a book, was it difficult to actually go through the, with the process of finding an editor, finding, going through publishing and all of those things? You know, it wasn't. I tell you why. The, with the first book, a publisher came to me. She wow. was one of the ones that convinced me to write. Mm. Um, she has her own publishing company. I was speaking at a conference, a women's conference, and so was she. And she was like, you have a book. It's there. It's there. And I was like, people keep saying that. I don't know. She goes, just let me call you. Let's just talk. Yeah. And she recorded me talking mm. and sent it to me. She goes, there's a book in there. Mm. Now can you edit from that. there? And there's so she helped there. me. She helped me with <laughs> that. So that's how the first one was. But it yeah. took me a year to edit my own words, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, because I, I was on the phone with her for three hours. She recorded wow. everything I said. Wow. And I have an edit, a friend that's an editor that's worked with me on, like, corporate things. Mm -hmm. And she says that she really enjoys doing this type of work. And so me working with her gives her an opportunity to kind of self-reflect. Yeah. And so she's she helps me to edit and she also knows me, so she knows my voice. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't have wanted to have an editor that didn't know me mm -hmm. because she would try to take away my voice. Mm -hmm. Now, my publisher did send it to an editor that I took some of her edits back. I, I you know, declined some of her edits because she didn't know me and she was removing part of a voice that I wanted to stay there. Right. And so I was like, no, I'm going to keep that. No, thank you, but no, I no, I understand. However, mm -hmm. Shantira would say this, not that, you know, right. kind of thing. So, mm -hmm. so it's been a little bit easier from that standpoint because those people kind of came to me right. versus me having to search them so out. And I think that's how I knew that I was supposed to do it because mm -hmm. it wasn't hard. Mm, okay. I love that. It was right there. Right, everything you needed was boom, right. boom, boom, boom. It was right there. I love that. I just oh. needed to get the message out. Right. I needed to sit and say, do this and stop being a baby. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, that's the, that's the hardest part is yeah, just actually, doing the action of right. doing. Because there are people that are willing to help you and support yeah. you oh, if yeah. you just look. Yeah. Open your eyes. Open your eyes. There you go. Or ask. You or know, sometimes ask, you that's have true. to open, you know, close, yeah. say, close mouths don't get fed. That's right. So sometimes you have to speak up. Yeah. And I mean, and, and to, just to let people know where your mindset is and yeah. what, what you have going on, you just sometimes you're shocked with your response. Mm -hmm. It's just like people who do music. Like I found out a lot of my coworkers do music. Yeah. I didn't know that unless, you know, we just talked about like, oh, yeah, I, I wrote this song. You right? Oh, I, yeah. yeah right. I didn't know. Oh, I, I produce exactly. music. Like, what? You know, and it's just that All conversation. Of a sudden, there's collaboration. There you go. Right. I, it's, it's easy peasy, and I love that. Now, speaking of collaborating and things like that. I know that you have a foundation. Mm -hmm. uh, can you please like tell us about the foundation and what's going on with that? Oh yeah. So the Chapman Women's Foundation, we've been 
in existence for 10 years, which is great. We host events and seminars throughout the year to be able to give scholarships and grants to ladies mm. who are building businesses, who's had a lifelong you know, dream of building a business, or ladies who are trying to get out of school, finish school, go to school to That's do something awesome. better for their families. And then finally, for those ladies who are trying to get out of shelters. Mm. So we try to provide kind of that leg up. We don't, we're not going to say we're going to pay your rent for a year right, or anything right, like right, that, right. but we're going we're gonna to definitely make sure you get the deposit and maybe you can get some food in that refrigerator. Right. We can find people to help you with, you know, clothes and, you know, those types of things. So we help ladies to be able to move towards their dreams. We may not, you may not be able to make a big giant leap forward, but you may be able to, a baby step turns into a full step and a full step That's turns right. into a leap. And then before you know it, you're running. That's full right. Speed. But I you got to keep moving forward. Just yeah. don't keep dwelling on what's behind mm-hmm. you. I love that, that you didn't beautiful. just stop with the book, right. but you wanted to keep just exploring all the avenues that you could with this message. And so uh, what what sparked the interest in you starting your foundation? I'm volunteering at a women's shelter. Mm. So, actually seen. Actually seen. So as a consultant, I was working at a firm that uh, wanted to have some community involvement. And so I'm volunteering as a good employee to go find something for this, us to do. And we found this women's shelter where we could donate money we can do food drives we can do everything but something inside of me kept saying they may need more than that so I called them and I said do you need anything more than me just delivering a check from the company and the lady says yes we need someone to teach assertiveness so every Mm -hmm. Tuesday night after work I would go there and I would teach assertiveness to ladies who are trying to find jobs again because they've been in in domestic violence situations for some of them over 10 years, some Mm -hmm. of them, you know, six months, but they need jobs in order to move out of a shelter, but they've been so beat down, literally. Mm -hmm. You have to be able to, you know, help them. them So that's what helped push me to start the Women's Foundation was not just because of them, but what I saw in them, I was still seeing in some of the ladies at the office who was just covering Mm. their beauty marks with makeup. Mm. And as they knew that I was working at shelters, they were starting to, let me take you to lunch. And they would tell me what's going on in their life. Mm -hmm. And I was like, man, this is, there's something here. And so I started a woman's conference that turned into the foundation. That is a beautiful thing. Now I love trickle down. That's what I say. (laughs) I love the series of events. I love how everything just played out just from you volunteering, just from you saying, Hey, you know, I'll go do this. And then Mm -hmm. now it's look, look how big it is now. And the 10 year and uh, our 10 year anniversary was in November. And the the lady who called me that day, I had her come as my special guest. And she was like, Look at this. Look what are you doing, honey? She was like, I know I didn't take a lot of your phone calls because I've been busy, but dang. <laughs> Go, girl. <laughs> right. But but first of all, kudos for 10 yes. years yes. because that that's a lot beautiful. of time and dedication. And I know yeah. a lot of ladies are very appreciative yeah. of you for pouring for into them. Yeah, yeah I, I, I love being able to get the stories of where mm-hmm. ladies are. And so uh, we have a magazine that we put out twice a year through the foundation where we're promoting women. And so that that 10 year anniversary one was mostly all testimonials. I tried to call as many of them as I could that I knew where they were now Mm -hmm. and had them just say, how was that one little thing? I know I may have only given you $700, but what did that feel like? Or only gave you this. What did that feel like? And it was great to have them. You know, well, share. Well, tell, share like a response yeah. that you received. Um, I had one lady who said that it just kind of helped take her out of a negative space, mm-hmm. a negative space where she couldn't accomplish anything. Knowing now that 
that her bill, her light bill was going to be paid and part of her rent was taken care of, that was weight off of her shoulder. Right. Mm-hmm. I had one lady who finished, Erin, um, she's, uh, she's now the attorney for the foundation. She finished law school. I helped her wow. finish paying off her bills for law that school. Wow. So she was able to go through her final semester without having to figure out how she was going to pay for it and she could focus on the bar past the bar now she does all of our legal stuff for the foundation and she's awesome so I have those and then I have lady one lady actually really close that um that uh, was thinking about committing suicide mm-hmm. and so she uh she was able to turn yeah yeah so it. and you know I never know what because a lot of times I just answer the phone yeah. I still just pick up the phone if somebody calls. Mm-hmm. I, I may not even see you. Mm. And you can call me and I talk. I was like, are you at a shelter? Do you need me to help you find a shelter? I get them somewhere. I call the shelter, say, hey, they coming. Or do you need me to, you have a PayPal account. I can put $400 in there for you to eat. You know, stuff like that. So a lot of times I don't get to see them. and Or they'll call me after to let me know they made it safe because some ladies are leaving domestic situations and they need to have right. some downtime or whatever. But it's really nice to be able to hear back that it made a difference. I know that just like, oh my Warm. God, that warms my heart. <laughs> like, but I know that just makes you feel good and just mm. makes you know that you're doing It's crazy because be I have those moments where I'm like, I'm done with this. I'm so tired. I want to yeah. just go home and be able to sleep. That's, 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 that's right. very selfless of yes. you to like give of yourself like that to... Because I know those situations are that you hear about. Are, They're hard. And yeah. so I have to work on my own self-care and my mm, mental health right. because I will or Consume it'll be. Yes, that, yeah. yes. To know that, you know, you're helping someone who may not have enough. They mm-hmm. didn't have enough to eat. They didn't have this or that. And I know what that, you know, I, we all kind of may have had parts of our lives where we didn't have as much as we right. wanted to. But to feel like you didn't have enough for so long as you want to take your life. Or you want to? You didn't have enough to where you're gonna go back to a dude who's probably gonna kill you, because yeah. mm-hmm. sooner or later they always That's keep what going. Gonna That's to. what it's gonna go to. So it's like I may not know to that extreme, mm-hmm. but I don't. I don't have to know to that extreme to care. Right. That's awesome. Here's to another ten years. Another ten <laughs> years. Yes, out and there. beyond. Yes. And beyond. <laughs> and a <laughs> national tour How next year. Go. National right. tour. Right. Speaking of this tour, you are here in Atlanta. I'm here in Atlanta. For the tour. So what, yeah. what could we expect while you're here? So I'm here. I'm participating tomorrow in the Black Writers Weekend. I don't know if you've heard a lot about what they're doing here. Black Writers Weekend. I am a part of the Lit Crawl. Yes. And I'm like, okay, I'm lit. I'm lit. Because <laughs> hey. they said so. And I got my picture to prove it. It's yes. on there. But um, the Lit Crawl is they have 50 authors from locally and national authors, wow. and they're in three different locations. So you can go from bookstore to bookstore to bookstore, oh. you know, based very much like that concept of a bar crawl, right. but it's for books. Yeah. And so you go in and you get to learn about the authors. They're going to have panels wow. uh, so going cool. on and things like that. So people get to really network mm-hmm. and engage. So that's happening on Saturday. But on Sunday, we're going to put this whole power her thing into action, yeah. and we're having a self-defense class. Nice. We're hosting a empowering you self-defense class. Kicks and Comedy is what we're calling it because Vanessa Fraction, the comedian, is going to be hosting the the uh, self-defense portion. Right, she right. has been certified by Divas in Defense. And so oh, nice. she tells her own story. She makes it fun. She mm-hmm. makes it comical. But I'm also going to be weaving in the parts of some tips for your voice throughout so people get a little bit of everything right. on mm-hmm. Sunday at 2 o'clock. If they go to church and then they can come put on their workout clothes yeah. and come hang out with us, right. you get some refreshments, you get a book because you get the book. And also, you get all of that. 
Hey, all right now. So we're going to be, you know, I'm trying to bring this whole empowering message to Atlanta. I love that it's unlimited with what all you're doing with it. I love that you're not putting yourself in In a box and saying, oh, I'm I'm only doing this. And that's it. it. I do really intentional. I love it. Because I will get comfortable. Mm -hmm. But I've had to be really intentional about saying, take all the limits off, Shantara. If you want to do this, let's do this all the way. And let's just see where it goes. And that's being Indy High. Mm -hmm. That's what being Indy High is. It's no limit. You just keep keep going, keep going. And I love that. And, um, you know, we we always try to talk about on um, our show uh, the importance of mental health in the black community, especially. Um, You know, I know you've come across a lot of people, especially dealing with people who have been abused and in those type of domestic situations. Um, What words of wisdom can you give uh, for people who are um, going through those mentally hard times and they really are, you know, maybe going in a circle in their head and they're not getting out of the rut that they're in? Uh, Do you have any words of wisdom for them just to kind of help push them a little? I would say if it's in your head and you can't change the soundtrack on your own, you have to go talk to someone. Mm -hmm. I am such a proponent of going and finding a therapist that you can go and talk with or someone Mm -hmm. finding that outlet to get it out. A lot of times it's just about us holding it in and it's festers and that's when it turns into danger. Mm -hmm. And so being able to go find someone, you know, I have to get it out because if I don't, my outlet is just crying. Mm -hmm. And when I was dealing with everything in corporate America and holding it in, I just sat in the room and cried. Mm -hmm. I would go cook dinner, everything, finish up, and I'm crying the whole time I'm doing it. Mm -hmm. And my husband's talking to me, hey, you watching it? No, I'm not watching it, but I'm still crying. I'm talking. Mm -hmm. And just walking through being depressed. Mm -hmm. And so I think it will turn into something a lot more dangerous, whether it's, you know, mentally you will have a breakdown right. or physically you will break down. So I would tell those women to find someone to talk to, find an organization, find a shelter, find whatever it is. It's your outlet. You don't have to. It doesn't have to go on Instagram. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It does not have to go on social media. Uh-huh. This is about you. It's okay to be selfish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I tell it to moms all the time. It's okay to be selfish. Because say that again. You <laughs> cannot you cannot be your best to them <laughs> if you are not at Preach. your best. Yeah. What is that saying? You can't pour from an empty cup? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So how are you going to do that? How are you going to do that? Yeah, awesome. you got to get full. That one. I love that. <laughs> and, 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 you know, that's been the topic of conversation for me all week, just talking with different people throughout the week, mm-hmm. um, talking about making sure that you are working on your self-care, making sure you're yes. replenishing yeah. your soul, your spirit, your energy, uh, making sure you're keeping yourself intact, yeah. especially if you are a person where a lot of people depend on you mm-hmm. or uh, reach out to you, whether it, you know, you're the strong friend, as yeah, they say, the or the rock. Friend. Um, you know, you definitely need to make sure you take time away uh, to replenish yourself and get yourself together mentally. Yeah. I just really want to stress because I have family members. I have people that I know personally who are just going through a lot of mental issues yeah. and they're in denial about seeking help mm-hmm. or about talking to a therapist. They feel like, oh, it's something there's nothing yeah. wrong with me to where I need to go that far. Um, not realizing just, uh, just you know, just, just talking. venting and talking right. to someone, how relieving and, and uh, that so is. I, I know for me, I went through, um, you know, all the deaths that I went through in my family. And, you know, it's just every time I hear like another person's about to die, another person, yeah. and most of it's cancer and all this stuff. 
you know, I didn't know how to deal with that because I didn't come from a family that dealt with death. He's just, oh, they're dying. You know, we're just going to pray about it. Everybody go to your rooms. And, and you know, on. I didn't see right. emotions. Right. I didn't see people in my family crying. Right. So in my mind, okay, we don't cry, but we just suck it up. It. And then that takes a toll on you mentally. And I just learned to, like, push things away. Like, oh, well, I just won't think about it. I won't deal with it. But then when stuff crashes down on you, it's unbearable. Right. And um, so I decided, like, okay, I'm going to take this grief class. It was a 12-week grief class. Everyone there has lost somebody. Most, most people, like myself, multiple people, they have lost. But having that conversation and just being able to talk and go mm-hmm. through a workbook and just being able to have other people who say, well, oh, I lost a husband too. Oh, I lost a daughter too. Oh, I lost, you know, and just like, oh, okay, I'm not alone because that's right. what it feels like. Most of the time when we're going through these breakdowns and this depression, we feel like you're by yourself. You feel like no one understands you. Like, oh, you think you know, but you don't really get me or understand me. Not realizing there's so many people out there who are feeling the exact same way. And some people feel worse than we feel. And um, sometimes just knowing that helps. And I know going through that 12-week grief class, like, honestly, I was sad when it was over. I'm like... I'm going to miss you guys. You know, Mm -hmm. like, I really enjoyed it, but it helped me grow. Mm -hmm. And if anything, it inspired me to evolve into a better Donna LJ. Mm -hmm. Like, how can I make myself better? How can I work on my faults? How can all those things, I'm like, I have to be like this. You don't have to be like Mm -hmm. that. You can be a better person. So I I just love to stress that because, you know, one listener may have missed our last episode when we talked about it, so they they may catch it right now. And I know that you get to deal with people like that all the time who are going through that, but you've also seen the benefit of people who have taken your advice and have sought help, um, including yourself, you know, who have been able to positively um, turn turn things around and and vent and do what they need to do to grow and better themselves. And so that's why I love your message. I love what you're doing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I want to you know, just send so much positive energy and blessings your way um, on your path. Like, I feel like what you're doing is going to be beyond your wildest dreams. I feel like it's going to be bigger than you can imagine. I can see that because it's it's a need. You know what I mean? It's not like, oh, you're just doing it to do it. Like, it's people who need this information, who need this book, who need to hear it, who need to come to a conference, who need to be a part of what you're doing and um so i just it's just so much kudos to you i appreciate you as one oh, black sister you. to another thank yes. you i appreciate, I appreciate what you're doing uh that definitely means a lot so i just like to stress that i'm sorry guys i just like to stress <laughs> that i'm sorry no but no, most people right. that well people that know you personally know that you're not an emotional person right i'm not so when you you know when you even told me that you were going to the grief class i was like whoa okay that means it was serious it was that serious yeah it was like okay you you really I'm trying I'm trying and you're you're gonna talk to these people (laughs) this is my best friend of over 10 years and have you ever ever till this day because she's never seen me cry I'm a boohoo cry she's gonna cry cry oh me too (laughs) if I feel it all it's over. Yeah. <laughs> but Don is always the one, all right. All right, get it together. All right. <laughs> but, you know, that was a major step for you. And it I was. commend you all day, every day for I even taking that. that. Thank you know, you. taking that step. And, you know, I, I myself, I feel like I need that. I need to actually go to a therapist and just talk, you know. Mm-hmm. If, I just feel like I just need a, a venting moment. Yeah. You know, Um and just to just for self care, mm-hmm. yeah. Just for mental health, yeah. just just to just to clear my head. You know what I'm right. saying? I have two children now, 
and it's just like nonstop. Go, 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 go. And you have X amount of businesses. So you have all kinds of stuff going on. Like stress, screaming, yelling. About to get married in Jamaica. It's just a lot. So I know I just need a moment. That's why I take on my I started this ritual for myself. Um I go climb Stone Mountain and I um, you know, early in the morning, so there's not a lot of people there. Mm-hmm. And I just sit, meditate. Right. Silence. <laughs> so I just I, I again I commend you on that. Thank you me. have inspired me. Oh really? To go. <laughs> And find me a, a, a therapist. I feel like, I, and I feel like just everyone needs that. Yeah. No matter if you're going through anything a lot, like you said before, you need someone to just talk to be to. able to, you yeah. know, let things out. And the one good thing, a lot of things that you were talking about about what makes you angry, what makes mm-hmm. you upset, those are things that are in the book. Awesome. Mm. Because it's like you're going through it and going, who am I? Mm. Why am I this way? Mm-hmm. What makes me angry? Right. Who's in my tribe and why are those people in my tribe? Yes, questions. Yeah, so, that's, so, so that's why it makes it, it so. It forces you to it dig. It forces deep. you yeah. to dig. So if you don't have someone to talk to, you're yeah. like, hey, wait a minute, I was going through this. And it may, you know, prompt Open you to go talk to people because now you have like a script of right. what you need to, to work that's on. Awesome. I love that. And, and that's the beauty, if, listeners. <laughs> that is the beauty of self-care. Yeah. Yep. It's because if you know, like, if you can admit I need a therapist, I commend you. Thank you. For <laughs> stating that. Because that takes a lot. You know, you know right. these are the people who look up to you. So you're right. like, hey, I need a therapist. That is big of you to say. Right. But that's also an example. So that other people who are like, hey, well, Tay needs a therapist. I know I need a therapist. You know what I'm saying? And right. but, but it's really, we have to realize that these types of self-improvement and, and helpful things that we're doing, it is for our betterment. Mm-hmm. And that's what we, I think that's where we kind of get, we, we have to put our pride down. Right. Put it aside and realize this is for our betterment. This is is going to make us a better, better version of ourselves. Thank you, yeah. and and that is the goal in this life. Like it's, exactly. the world is going to keep being a corrupt world. That's not unfortunately that's not going to change. Yeah. But we can change. We can't. I can't make you do this or that. But I can work on myself. And right. we don't realize the power we possess when we work on ourselves mm-hmm. because people are looking at you, and when they can see that difference, that inspires them. They're like, man, I've seen her go from this depressed Nancy who's depressed all the time to happy Susan who's, like, always smiling. And I was like... How, what what is she doing? What, what how did you do that? Yeah, I need some of that. You know? I need some of that. And but that's when everybody starts to help each other. That's the collaboration. That's the support that we are trying to foster. Yes. It's how do you how do you how do you how do I get some of that? What am right. I trying to do? I yeah, I see you light up when you talk about X. Yeah. I'm trying to do I'm trying to figure that out for myself right. because right. I used to do something, but now after having these kids, I ain't got time to do nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, so there are all of these things that you hear people saying just kind of in your regular life, and you those are opportunities That's right. for us to support one another, for us to kind of pull something in or say, hey, it may not be me. I, I have a friend that always says, that sounds like a women's empowerment thing. Let me give you my friend's number. <laughs> I'm so tired of her calling me with these women's empowerment moments. 
Because she'd be like, speed down. she does. Because she, she's called me before going, I'm going to need you to call New York and get on this radio station real quick. Because there's a lot of young ladies calling in that they need some women's empowerment. And I was like, are you kidding me? She was like, no, okay, let me pull over. She pulls over in her car <laughs> to give it. me the number. It. And as it turns out, she's trying to get me to call the breakfast club and talk to Charlemagne the God wow. and all of them. But I'm like, girl, what are you talking about? <laughs> Yes, yeah, so she wasn't playing no game. I'm no, pulling I'm over. Hold on one second. Yes, yes. She was like, so no. So, so that's the thing, though. For her, it's hey, that sound. That's not in my lane. But I know something. Someone who it is. She really believes this. She really follows through. She really picks up the phone when you call. And so that's you know. So that's what that whole thing is about. Building that community. But you gotta you gotta be aware, self aware first, and understand what that you know. For her, those people trust her. They know her voice enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to know that no, this is not her lane. Right. But if she says that she knows somebody, I'm going to trust that she trust knows her, somebody. Right. right. I love that. And um, now, with that being said, um, you know you have two books, right? Yes. So how can people get these books? How yeah. can they? Because clearly. These are books you need you to need get. It, people, you need it. <laughs> All right. So, so male or female, male or Summon female, come to get on, these books. Yes, get these books. Well, if you're in Atlanta, you can come find me at the yes. Lit Crawl. I'm going to be at the Annex Bookstore. I think the address is 748 Marietta, right. and so I will be there tomorrow. I, that starts from 11 to 6 o'clock. So I'll be there signing books, talking about the mission, talking about what we're doing with empowering you. And if you want to come and have self defense, I'm going to be that Sunday at 2 o'clock at the Marriott Courtyard. Atlanta Perimeter Center that's on Peachtree Dunwoody okay. Okay. and so people can come there as well on my website empoweringyou.com uh, E-M-P-O-W-H-E-R-I-N-G okay, there we go. Y- H- H- <laughs> Y-O-U.com on there it has um, you can buy the book directly from there and you'll get it signed from me Because and you can if you don't want to go there it's on Amazon both of my books are on Amazon and they will come there but if you go to EmpowerInYou.com I will actually sign One those books and yeah. send it uh, also tickets for the self-defense class are there Mm-hmm. Uh, for you to be able to go and click on that and get your tickets, or you can just come pay at the door. We'd love to see shining faces. So it. people can do that. They can find me on Instagram at Powerful, or also find me on Facebook, uh, Shantira Chapman or the Chapman Women's Foundation. I love that. I love that. Now, I want to extend an open unlimited invitation right. to indie high radio whenever you come back whenever you come back to atlanta even if you're not in atlanta because we can we can hook up the phone and we can do a phone interview yeah. if we need to we'll do whatever we need to do but i just want you to know you know our job is to provide platforms for people like you who want to empower the community and so it is our privilege um, to open the door for you, unlimited, whenever you need to come oh, on the show, whenever you, you need to yeah. discuss whatever you have going on. Because we know um, there's a third book coming. We already know. I'm third already working book? on that It's like one. a yeah, series. It's really a series right. that y'all don't know. Wait, wait. Volume one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> volume one. You I may have to work on the guys. You know, they've been asking me some You're questions. Right. I have to do an you addendum go. or something. You're you know, right. advocating for her. Yeah. Come yeah. on yeah. now. Like, like, we'll work on it. Honestly, some men really need that. Yeah. But I mean, and 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 they would actually be uh, like crazy women. Yeah, we're crazy. But (laughs) I think that they would be like, "Oh, this is a tool book." Yeah. Okay, this is great. So I can understand because I I hear a lot of men say like, 
I just don't understand women. I just hear yeah. them say that all, all the, time. the time. Yeah, all the time. It's so funny to me. But yeah. Uh, but I think that that's okay, awesome yeah. because it's you know it's not just for women. Um, everyone can learn from it and take something from it. And I mean the message in general is what's the most important yes. thing. And like I said, you are welcome on Indie High Radio anytime you thank need you. to come thank on. You. you are more than welcome to come on. <laughs> I appreciate that. I thank you, ladies, for giving me some time, no, sharing yeah. your platform it's our and everything. With me. <laughs> your message needs to be heard. Period. Loud, clear. <laughs> <laughs> Yelling off the. When I go to Stone Mountain. There we go. go. The Stone Mountain. Empire. <laughs> yes, I love it. <laughs> right. I love it. I love it. Well, um, Tay, how can people find Indie High? Well, <laughs> you can find us on all social media. Indie High Radio R, the number 8-D-I-O. That's Instagram and Twitter. On Facebook, Indie High Radio LLC. Or you can hit the website, one-stop shop, IndieHighRadio.com. I love it. <laughs> I love it. I love yes, it. And make sure that you tell a friend to tell a friend to, tell tell a friend friend to subscribe. There we go. <laughs> Subscribe to Indie High Radio. And give us a five star rating. There we go. We, we really appreciate the five star rating because we really try to give you this good content, guys. But I want to say I appreciate our subscribers. I appreciate yeah. all of our listeners, and I appreciate people that really just truly support us. Yeah. And you know, I see. I just want you guys to know we see you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we we, we see you guys. We are so appreciative. Um, and just people subscribing mm-hmm. and finding us and, and people being excited like, oh, you do this? Like, oh, I love that. Like, yeah. I want to support. How can I do this? You know, thank you. We yeah. appreciate that because, like I said, this we're just trying to create a movement um, to empower everyone in our community mm-hmm. so we can realize, hey, we the can be, we can, we, we are unstoppable if we come together. And that is really all it is. Yeah. We are, un- it is really nothing we cannot do. Lend a hand to your neighbor. Bam. We are unstoppable. So we want to keep preaching that message. Um, Once again, if you know anyone who's dealing with some mental health issues, dealing with um, depression, any hard times, um, make sure to just advise them, be there for them, be that outlet for them. If it has to be you, be that, take that sacrifice and do that for them if that's going to help. But um, we just want to keep pushing that message. I'm never going to stop. And now that I've received the help that I need and I still will continue to receive help, um, I want to just see the push that to every. I do, and I want to share that with the world. I can, as you can see, <laughs> I love it. But um, it's been another great episode oh, yeah. of Indie High Radio. Now we do have some great things coming up okay. with Indie High. Um, we're gonna have some Indie Streets coming back. That's gonna be coming back soon. We're gonna also have some Indie High gear. Um, and you know our dear Taylor made. Um, <laughs> Tay Digger, she is a fashionista. You know, she has Corkscrew, which is her own brand. Um, and she's a beast. So she's going to be helping with designing some oh, of yeah. our Indie High um, apparel. And so I'm excited about that. So the Indie High gear is about oh, to yeah. be super dope. I know you guys have been begging me. Every time I right. go somewhere, they're like, I want that shirt. I want this. Okay. I know it's been a minute. We're we coming it's back coming. better than ever. We're going to have sure all types of right. awesome stuff. But. Tay Digger's going to do her thing. And make oh, yeah. sure to support Corkscrew. Hey, hey. All right. And Good Eats, because, you know, Tay Digger is a, a multifaceted woman there. Look, I'm being Indy High. That's all. I love it. I love it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yes, make sure to support. Um, but we also have some great things for you guys. We sincerely appreciate all of our listeners. Yes. It's been another Thank great episode so of um, Indy High Radio. This is your girl, Donna LJ, signing out. This is your girl, Tay Digger. Woo-woo. Deuces.